The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. This morning, Commission Demand, Ireland's new body for regulating broadcasters, online services, on demand services, they opened a public consultation on their draft online safety code for video sharing platform services. And the code would see platforms being held responsible for the content that they host, putting an end to self-regulation and, of course, with potentially other implications as well. News Talks technology correspondent Jess Kelly joins us now. Good afternoon, Jess. Afternoon. So the distinction between self-regulation, which has been the, the byword for regulation across a lot of the online platforms mm-hmm. in, in recent years, the difference between that and the online safety code would be what? Well, the key thing with self-regulation is that up until this point, the online platforms have essentially been dancing to their own tune. They decide what is allowed and not allowed on the platform. Now, I have been the sad soul who's read through all of the terms of service for all the big platforms and they'd have all the things that you would expect. So things like, you know, hateful content is not allowed. Uh, Impersonating somebody is not allowed. A lot of these things are written. You can read them in black and white on the websites. But then when it comes to the enforcement, that's where the questions are. I know myself in the years that I've spent on, you know, whether it is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter or X as it is now, I've reported things that, as I understand it, are in breach of those terms of service. And yet I'd get an automatic reply uh, or an automated reply that comes back saying we didn't find any breach of our services. What will happen when the online safety code comes in is that there's an office a commissioner now as part of Commission Naman and her team will be there to enforce this online code to try and tackle some of the bad behaviour that goes on online. Now, the sense that I get, and maybe I'm wrong at this, but at a first glance read of the consultation, of the document that's mm. out now for consultation, it seems like the kind of things on which they will take action need to be fairly egregious. It is, it is direct incitement of hatred against an individual. It's child pornography. It's those extremes rather than the more insidious problems. Yeah, I uh, was talking to Neve Hodnett, who is the Online Safety Commissioner, earlier today, and I put that question to her to try and gain an understanding of what exactly will be in the code and what's not in the code. And there are six categories that are defined as sort of the content pillars, if you will. So that could be communications that are harmful to the general public, general uh, children of Ireland, illegal content that's harmful to children, regulated content that's harmful to children, illegal content that's harmful to the general public, and uh, regulated content that's harmful to the general public. And that is the extremes. It is child sex abuse material. It is, uh, you know, xenophobic, racist material, all of which is absolutely prominent online. What's not necessarily there is more of the day-to-day stuff that you and I might roll our eyes, touch or be in bad form about when it gets delivered to us on our app mentions on these different platforms. So that is the distinction. But... You know, there's no denying, and I said this when I spoke to Neve Hodnett earlier in the year as well, it's a huge portfolio to have. If you are the online safety commissioner tackling these very large platforms that have millions of users uh, and the content that is posted at breakneck speed every second of the day. Uh, so it's not an easy task by any stretch of the imagination. It is also, we should be clear, not just a task that is isolated to social media because what occurs on social media very quickly nowadays bleeds into the real world as evidenced on November 23rd. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And I suppose in the wake of the riots in Dublin, there was a lot of talk, rightly so, about the communications that happened on social media, but also in private messaging apps. And there's a distinction to be made here 
because there was some reporting in the aftermath saying, you know, the Gardaí will be able to check your WhatsApp messages to see if you were involved in any of that organisation. That's not the case because things like WhatsApp and Telegram and other messaging tools are end-to-end encrypted. What will happen, though, is that there will be greater action taken uh, in relation to the incitement of violence or hatred on the open social media platforms. Now, I did uh, speak, as I said, to Neve Hodnett, who's the online safety commissioner this morning, and I asked her what difference, if any, the code would make should a situation like November 23 arise again. Well, we will be enforcing the code um, once the code is in place. And we would also be the enforcer of the Digital Services Act from February 2024, um, if that was to hopefully not happen again after that time. Um, incitement to hatred and violence are certainly covered in our online safety code. And we're also consulting on additional measures to address the amplification of harmful content online by recommender systems or algorithms so that these feeds don't amplify illegal or harmful content or become a toxic feed. We will be monitoring for non-compliance with the code. And if platforms are not complying with their obligations under the code or under the Digital Services Act, we are establishing a supervision, compliance and enforcement team who will be taking investigations and, and own initiative investigations also. I was intrigued in, in uh, but that was Neve Hodnett obviously talking to you this morning, mm-hmm. the Online Safety Commissioner. I was intrigued talking to Pascal Donoghue uh, on my own show on, on the weekend after the riots had occurred. And one of the things that he had said, he specifically singled out X or Twitter, as it once was, for being uh, markedly uncooperative by comparison to the other social media platforms. And Twitter has denied this and come out um, fighting. But if the government finds themselves in a situation or the regulator finds themselves in a situation where somebody isn't as cooperative as they would like, what happens? Well, this is really interesting. And this is where the proof will be in the pudding with the office and the strength of not only the Online Safety Commissioner, but Commission Man as a whole. Because as Pascal Donoghue said to you there, you know, there's a distinction between engaging with and cooperating with. And the Online Safety Commissioner has said that X has engaged, but there is a difference between those two things. So I asked her, you know, in the instance of somebody like Elon Musk, who owns the platform, uh, but he's also been very vocal and engaged in conversations that some would argue perhaps does incite hatred or violence or misinformation or disinformation. I asked her what would happen if he or if any individual in charge of an organisation that is an online platform refuses to cooperate with the online safety code. I suppose it's important to bear in mind that um, the code isn't optional. So the code will be a binding code once it's adopted and non-compliance with the code attaches significant civil administrative sanctions or fines of up to 10% of relevant turnover or 20 million, whichever is the greater. Um, there can be also criminal sanctions for senior directors of a company for certain contraventions of the Online Safety and Media Regulation Act also. In addition, the Digital Services Act, it, you can impose fines of up to 6% of worldwide turnover under that. And there's an additional um, regulatory measure that we have as part of our uh, toolkit, which is the Terrorism Content Online Regulation. And where you're hosting service provider um, exposed to terrorist content, fines of up to 4% of worldwide turnover over can be imposed. So I do think there is significant sanctions there and, and that the code um, when it's in force and that would have a decisive effect in relation to non-compliant behaviour. Final thing, Jess, one of the things that we've seen over the last number of years has been how when it comes to data protection regulation, Ireland has been 
at the pointy end of it for all of Europe through mm-hmm. our Data Protection Commissioner. Are we going to end up in the same position? Will Commission Naman effectively be Europe's policeman for these issues? We are absolutely going to be at the forefront of all of these conversations. We will, the Commission Naman will work with the counterparts in other EU states, but because we are the HQ for so many of these big companies, we will absolutely be at the forefront of it all. Jess, thank you so much. That is um, News Talks technology correspondent Jess Kelly. And by the way, tomorrow morning on the Anton Savage Show, I'm going to be joined by Jeremy Godfrey, who is the chair of Commission Naman to explore some of the uh, topics that Jess has been talking about there. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.